Welcome to Empowered Returns, a show that surfaces forward-thinking real estate advice that investors and developers need to help them invest smarter and build better. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered Returns. I am your host, uh, P.T. Weinberg, founding partner at Charles Gate, and I am super excited to have Melissa Morrissey, the owner of Boston Modern Staging and Design with us today. Melissa, how are you? Good. How are you? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. So let's just kind of jump right into it. How did you, uh, how'd you get into the business and talk a little bit about Boston Modern and the services you guys provide and uh, what you've been up to lately? So I think we're actually coming up on our 10 years now. I always, the girls laugh. I, they say that I've been at nine years for like three years. So I think we're coming it's up. It's like you're always about, stuck at 39 years old. At least I am. But literally, yes, yeah. exactly. I know. How old am I? Um, so back in the day I was in, I actually was a real estate agent, a part-time real estate agent. And, um, my friends are developers. Um, and, um, I got into it just by helping them with an open house, uh, in Hanover. It was a, a large, um, brand new construction home and it was, um, beautifully staged. And I remember the moment that I was just, it was the, my first time seeing a property that was staged. And I was sitting there and I called my friend that um, owns the development company. And I was like, what is this? You know, I, you know, I watched it on HGTV when it was kind of first getting started, but yeah, um, yeah. I was just so fascinated, uh, you know, with staging and, and, you know, um, selling the properties and having buyers walk in. I, I got like firsthand being able to see like what an impact that had. And um, so from there, I just, you know, really researched it and I dove right in. I um, took a home staging, a couple home staging courses and I drove down to Plymouth um, to setting the space. And I, yeah. um, you know, looked at their, um, their furniture stores. And I, you know, just did a lot of research on it. And I absolutely loved the business. And I saw, um, you know, I, I could just tell that this was going to be such a huge, a huge thing. And now, you know, you don't ever see a property go on the market, really, that isn't staged. Um, it's, it's, it's funny how that transforms. So you used the HGTV reference, and I will you know, stand by the fact that like that really was a catalyst to kind of get the universal buy-in for oh, staging and, and model units. Like I remember when we first started and, you know, I've got a little more gray hair. I'm a little older, right? We're, we're in your 20 now. And it was like battle royale to get someone to agree to stage. And, mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more on the cost and the differences between, you know, staging and like a serious, like interior design, um, you know, type job on a model unit at a, in a new building or something like that. And there's definitely some nuances there, but, you know, I think the re I always would say, you know, I think the return is three, five, 10 X, you know, the oh, yeah. investment on staging and, you know, I think, again, the the whole HGTV world really helped sort of get people over that mental hurdle of do I need to do this to the point where you said, like, 
you have to. And there's not right. much out there these days that's that's empty and it's really hard to sell empty units and it's counterintuitive, but empty units look smaller than when you furnish them and so much stuff that we can go into. But um, enough rambling by me. Let's talk about um, the types of properties that you guys service. And then I, you know, one thing I do want to get into, you know, again, besides the delineation between, you know, a staging versus a full scale, like interior design job, but also I know you guys have helped us a lot with like common areas and FF and E in newer buildings. And, you know, we'll kind of jump around a little bit, but just talk about your core focus and, um, you know, what's your approach to staging? What makes you guys different? And, And candidly, I think one of the best in the market. You know, we work with a lot of real estate agents. And I think from my background with being in real estate, I I know, you know, how to keep the costs down. Um, yeah. And I know that like a real estate agent sometimes is paying for, um, you know, the staging. And so I think, you know, we really like to work with all budgets. And, you know, even if there's not like a full staging budget, we're going to make sure that you know, we're still going to make a huge impact on um, the property that you're selling, Um, you know, creating a space that are going to appeal to a wide range of buyers. Um, And if we're doing a a luxury home in Newton, or or if we're doing, you know, a property in in Dorchester, a condo, we're going to make each and every property feel luxury, and we'll be able to, you know, work with you know, whatever the budget is, whether someone's selling a million dollar property, or if you're selling a $300,000, you know, condo, that's something that we're really good with is just um, creating, you know, relationships and being able to, um, you know, work with, with different budgets, but also, you know, giving everybody a, a good product. Yeah. Is there like a general, just for the audience, right? Is there like a general range from a budgeting standpoint on, you know, like a one bed, a standard thousand square foot, two bed, you know, a couple thousand square foot, you know, townhouse style, like three plus bed. And then can you kind of talk about then, you know, cause this is a really a design development focused podcast. Like, you know, you start talking about model units at a big project and in the difference of, you know, I mean, I, it's great to be flexible and be able to meet different budgets, which is awesome. And that's part of the reason we love working with you and your firm, because both on the general brokerage side, as well as the new project side, there's going to be different needs based on what the product type is. But just, you know, generally speaking, what's the kind of range and and how is it? Is it like a three month minimum and, um, you know, just sort of the pricing model? Because I think a lot of people don't understand that you know, yes, it's an expense, but in the grand scheme, it's really a, an investment is the way it should be looked at. And uh, an investment that I, I firmly believe will, you know, return multiples, uh, you know, if people are willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the price range for staging really um, depends on the size of the property. You could stage from anywhere from 1300 to it could be $10,000 depending on, right. you yeah. know, okay. if you're talking a, a huge, uh, you know, single family house. Um, so, you know, for us, we do 90 day lease terms, um, a, say a two bedroom, uh, 1200 square foot condo in the city. Um, you know, that's typically in the 33 to 3,500 range for 90 days. Um, 
So, you know, it, it's, it's a cost that I think a lot of people understand. It's, um, it's something that you're going to get that money back. You're going to yeah, not totally. see the property sit on the market yeah. for longer than 90 days. Like hopefully you'll get an offer within the first couple of, couple of open houses. Um, so I think, but going back to, um, you know, the different price ranges, you know, depending on like what the budget is, we usually try, you know, maybe we don't bring as many pieces or, um, you know, we have different avenues and different ways to work with you on your property and make sure that, you know, we're going to go in there and we're going to do a good job and it's going to, it's going to create an impact, you know, no matter what the budget is. Yeah. So can you tell me about like a couple of memorable or like exciting projects that you either have done in the past or are working on currently that, um, you know, really kind of stick out in your, in your mind so far? Yeah. So we actually just staged this beautiful, um, mid-century, um, modern single family house. It was a renovation, um, project in Newton and, um, you know, with this particular property, um, we had to be very specific with what furniture we were going to use. Um, and the, the developer was very specific as well. So we had a lot of fun with it because we were able to buy, you know, a lot of new pieces. And um, we just got an email last night and, and he said that um, the first buyers that walked in were just obsessed with everything. They loved the furniture. They loved the house and they put in an offer over asking. Um, so that property wow. is nice. really great. You know, we really went over and above and it's nice. We'll be able to get our furniture back soon and we'll be able to use it, you know, in other properties. Um, but that one was um, really exciting. We're also, um, I know we're going to get into some of the design um, side of things, but we have um, a couple of properties that we've been able to work, um, design, um, you know, the entire space exterior and interior, and then we finish it off with our staging. Um, we actually just did another one in Newton, um, in Newton Center, and um, that one we just went on the market, so we're hoping that it, we hear that it goes under agreement soon, but um, that one was pretty exciting that um, we were able to do it from start to finish, and um, yeah, I think, um, you know, with you guys, um, 50, uh, Leo, um, yeah, yeah. 50 Leo, right? yeah, 50 Leo was a great project to work on, to be able to do the FF and E, um, and a couple of model units there. Um, so we, uh, I think we have about 55 properties staged right now. Um, so, cool. you know, they're all, they're all great. We, we love being in different parts of the city and um, it, it's nice that every day is different. So um, we're in, we're in so many different, you know, style properties. And so, so really every day is exciting for us. Yeah. So let's sort of focus, focus on some of these new multifamily buildings that, you know, we've done. So you mentioned 50 Leo, you guys helped us out on Walnut and Brookline as well. 
just when, you know, you, yeah. how do you think, how do you think about sort of FF and E in these amenity spaces or common, you know, common spaces? Um, and, you know, what is your goal um, with those spaces as far as really trying to translate the lifestyle that we want to convey to sell, you know, multiple units in these buildings? And, um, you know, how are you, how are you thinking about programming these spaces and, and, you know, what's your approach to the, to the common area stuff? Yeah. So, um, so FFNE, I think some, uh, people might not know what that stands for. Um, so it stands for furniture and fixtures and equipment. Um, and some examples of FF&E is, um, you know, furniture, you're putting in chairs and tables. Um, it could be lighting fixtures. Um, it could be, you know, accents and decor and, um, artwork. Um, and so, I mean, I think now with all these new buildings going up in the seaport and, um, Brighton and all over the place, really, um, amenity spaces are just so important. Um, I think that, um, people that are buying these condos or renting, they really like to be able to go, um, you know, outside of their condo and be able to have an, an added space to their home. So, um, you know, these are really important spaces. So for us, uh, 50 Leo was really exciting. Um, that property was, you know, very contemporary, um, modern style, lots of, um, black and white and, and cool, um, wall coverings and, and, you know, that property had a beautiful, um, couple couch settings and it had, um, an area with a banquette, um, where, you know, you could sit, you could have your coffee, you could take a zoom call. Um, it had, you know, private offices. Um, I think, you know, that's super important right now with everyone yeah, working the co-working space. Yeah. So, yep. um, to, you know, be able to set up a space that people can actually not leave their building, but go outside of their unit, um, and have, a private office to work in or a conference room. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think, um, outdoor space is, yeah, uh, there you go. Really, I was about really to beat, you beat me to it. I was going to say like, especially in this kind of post COVID world, like outdoor space is so important and it always has been such a driver on buying decisions, both in, you know, single unit type, general brokerage sales and in these newer buildings. So, you know, what are you seeing out there from a trend standpoint on like on outdoor spaces and and how are you guys approaching that? Like whether it was Walnut or 50 Leo or other buildings that you've done, kind of what's, uh, what are you seeing out there? Yeah, I think like, you know, for Walnut Street, that was a beautiful, huge roof deck. And we really wanted to create different areas. And I think, you know, you're obviously purchasing or renting a property um, where you're going to have lots of neighbors. Um, but I think making sure that the way that we're designing the space to be able to have, you know, 
plenty of tables to sit at and have everything spread out. And so you don't feel like you're, you know, sitting on top of your neighbor. Um, I think, you know, for a property, say in like South Boston, you know, if you um, can show some sort of a, um, a play area, people like want the roof decks now to be um, an area that they can, you know, um, enjoy the space, not just go up, you know, whether you're going up there to, to suntan or again, to work from home up on your roof deck. I think, you know, these spaces are, are super important. Yeah, no, couldn't agree more. Um, and then when you talk about like, uh, you know, do you, do you approach model units in these bigger buildings any differently than you would like a singular condo? We do. Yes. I think for these model homes, you might elevate the space a little bit more mm -hmm. than you would a typical stage. Um, usually this furniture would be in the property for, you know, it could be a year, it could be, you know, six months to a year, it could be longer. Um, and I think, um, you know, when we're looking at these model homes, typically, um, you would have several different layouts. So we want to make sure that when a buyer is walking through, they're going to see the potential of each layout. Um, yeah. And, you know, we, we, we typically style the closets. We'll do a little bit more in the kitchen, in the bathrooms. We want to walk in and show, you know, where someone will be able to drop their hat and their shoes and, you know, create a little mudroom area. Um, so I think, you know, when it comes to a model home, it, it's definitely um, slightly elevated than than your your typical stage. And then, you know, with these buildings, right, like so many of them are sold early on using renderings and, you know, how um, how do you kind of balance that where you know you've got to pick a lot of this stuff early you obviously or if right. just say you get into a project on the later side and the renderings are done and you need to try to match what's in there as best you can like you know and we'll get into virtual staging in a second but mm -hmm. um you know how 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 do you balance that that and you know like typically do you get cut sheets over to the renderers and you get them all the information they need so they can really put together an image that's going to be reflective of the end product once the building's done and your furniture goes in? Yeah. So I think for like some of these properties that we're talking about, like 50 Leo or Cadence on Leo, um, you know, those are properties that the designers, the interior designers of the building have already you know, come up with, um, a color scheme and, you know, what style furniture they want in there. So we would typically work off of that, um, and try and, you know, if there's going to be, we'll see pictures of a common space, um, whether it's one that we've worked on or not. Um, and we like to kind of carry those colors and that style furniture up into the unit. Um, okay. so I think for us, that's always really fun because we can, we can go out, we can purchase new pieces to really make sure that it, you know, it fits the design of the overall building. Um, you know, like I said, whether it comes to, to different colors, um, that we use or, um, 
you know, whether it's mid-century modern, um, you know, sofas and chairs or, um, you know, maybe it's a, a more traditional um, style property. So um, that's definitely, you know, with these model homes, we want to make sure that, um, you know, we, we look at the renderings and we look at what the common space is going to look like and we kind of pull it all together. Yeah. So what is your opinion on virtual staging? Oof. <laughs> I don't like virtual staging. We have had, I mean, when I tell you, we've had so many properties um, that are virtually staged. They end up calling us a month or two later and then we come in and we stage it and that does the trick. I think virtual staging really, it, it doesn't help. A buyer will see a listing online of a property that is virtually staged and they will go to a home that is vacant and they're just confused. Yeah. Yeah. I think you nailed it. I mean, I think it's, it has its place in, you know, much like renderings do in things that are under construction where it's just physically impossible to furnish it in the you know state of construction that it's in. And, and if you're trying to sell, you know, for a better term off paper, right? Like I think virtual staging and renderings can be very, very useful. I couldn't agree more that, you know, to sort of chintz out for lack of a better term and do virtually staged photos on a finished property. And then to your point, people, you know, they see them online, they get really excited. All oh, this place looks awesome. And then they show up and it's vacant and empty there's so much psychology in all these buying decisions, especially real estate. And if, mm -hmm. you know, their first thing when they walk in the door is this disappointment because it's not living up to what drew them there to begin with, which was the the imagery online. I think it's just a recipe to, for, a, for a no sale, you know, yeah. is really what it comes down to. Right. And so, you know, if you go back to, you know, say there's um, like a large single family home or like a really big open floor plan condo. Um, and if it's virtually staged, someone walks in and even if it's a large space where you would think, okay, someone would be able to tell where the dining room table goes. Like this is a huge dining room or this is a huge open living room, kitchen, dining area. If that space is vacant, no matter how big it is, especially with these open floor plans, buyers just don't know what to do with the space. They can't figure yeah. out where their couch is going to go, where their dining room table is going to go. Um, and, and even looking at a photo that's virtually staged and then walking into a property that's vacant, it's just, it's still, you know, it, it, it's going to make it's it's going to distract them from actually seeing the great qualities of the home um, versus going in, having it staged and all the questions just go out the window. They can instantly right. picture themselves living there um, and they can, you know, walk through the home without having all of those questions. Yeah. So, so what's, no, virtual uh, no virtual staging. So we're not going, you're not going into that business. So what is next for Boston modern? Where do you see the business headed in the next year, or three or five? And, I know you said you've got about 50 active stagings going on at any given time. Are you looking to scale that? Are you looking to get into other business lines? I know you do some really great interior design. You've done the FF&E stuff with us. Um, you know, what, what, uh, where do you see, where do you see the company headed? 
Yeah. So we just took on more space at our warehouse and um, we're really trying to revamp our inventory right now. That's a huge, huge process trying to get all of the old stuff out and bring in new stuff. Um, but we're excited because we have new space now to do that. Um, so that's going to be really great when it comes to our future, you know, staging projects. Um, and um, our design um, focus is um, we're loving the fact, like we had mentioned earlier, of being able to come in to a property, whether someone is, um, you know, working on a new construction home or or flipping um, a two family or a three family. Um, we love to come in at the beginning and, you know, work with you to design the interior and exterior. We love picking out tile and paint colors and working with, um, the kitchen designers, um, and being able to just work on a property like that from start to finish and have it be staged at the end is, is really fun for us. And, um, I think we, you know, we're, we're, we have a, a, a great team of designers um, who are, you know, very eager to take on more properties like that. And um, I think that, you know, I would see in the next couple of years, that's going to be a whole separate side um, of our, of our business. Um, so, yeah. So. Cool. Awesome. Exciting. Kind of winding it down here. I know you um, like me, your kids are a little younger, but you've got some young kids. So what, uh, what have you, have you got any, any good books you've read lately? Are you a movie girl or a TV girl? What, uh, any shows or, or, or movies you've seen? So not a lot of time for myself to be able to, you know, watch any shows. Um, but lately, like the rest of the world, I've been crazy about the Vanderpump rules. Oh you know yeah. Rules. Yeah. I, you know, I got sucked into a little bit of that the other night, the reunion. <laughs> That's some serious TV right there. I it, Yes, it is. So yeah, yeah. after I get my work done at night, I've been trying to stay up to watch that. But there you go. There you yeah, go. we're in busy season right now. So that that is the focus. Just work, work, work. Stage, 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 design, design, design. I love it. Exactly. Well, thank you for joining us. Um truly been great getting to know you and working with you over the the past few years. You guys are awesome at what you do. Uh, Boston Modern Staging and Design. Um, Melissa Morrissey, uh, thank you again for for joining us. And I'm sure we will we will talk to you soon. Okay, thanks. And thanks to everyone for uh, listening to this episode of Empowered Returns. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empowered Returns. If you're a forward-thinking real estate investor or developer looking for actionable advice that will help you generate market-beating returns, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. I'm Mike DeMello with Charles Gate, and I'd love to connect on LinkedIn and further the conversation for any specific questions you may have. Thank you for listening. <laughs>